0: Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Yes. Amen. It's good to see each and every one of you. in the Lord? And any of you uh, younger uh, folks uh, up to 12 years old want to go back there to Children's Church well you just uh, follow the noise. <laughs> It'll be there. All right? Uh, so thank you all for being here. Welcome to all of our visitors today. And I see some snuck in uh, after I got my back turned to everybody. So if I didn't get to uh, welcome you, welcome. Thank you for being here today. Amen. God bless you all. Uh, we had a great time last night, uh, and uh, yeah, we, we we had a hayride. Some of them still, it, you know, you do that sometimes. Even took a bath because some of them still got hay stuck on them. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, we had a great time last night. And uh, those of you who weren't here, uh, maybe you'll get to be at the next one. We had a hayride or something you don't hear about a whole lot about anymore. And uh, we had a lot of first timers uh, last night that were experiencing the hayride uh... the children that you know uh... i don't know about y'all but i remember every hayride that i was ever on so these kids are going to remember the hayride that they had last night so that's what we're all about we need to make memories of fellowship we need to teach our children our young people what it means to be able to come together and actually have fun all of us people over forty are not just old fuddy duddies uh, not all of us <laughs> i ain't gonna set a bar when you become one i I'm already at that place, but anyway, you know what? Uh, thank you, uh G- Gabby, Can I call you that for that beautiful song? That was so beautiful, beautiful song. Oh, I got her mixed up with somebody else. she's She is Keep on. But her name is Danielle. I just didn't remember. I called her by someone else's name. That's okay, Danielle. He calls me John. <laughs> I just, learned, I just learned when Melissa Stanford showed
1: up here how to spell Melissa's name.
0: I spelled her name with two S's all the time. She made her mad. But anyway, thank you for that beautiful song. I what the name is, But it, it, you know, it's something to think about. What, what the words of the song that she sung. I don't know about y'all, but it, it, it makes me weep because my biggest...
1: Amen.
0: My biggest obstacle serving God is not another person. It's me. And I got a feeling, if you'd be honest with yourself, your biggest obstacle about serving God is yourself. It's not another person. Y'all, one of these days, we're going to stand before him. We're not going to stand before him as a Baptist or a Methodist or a Pentecostal or a Catholic, we're not going to stand before him that way. We're not going to stand before him as husband and wife. We're not going to stand before him as a, as a family. We're going to stand individually before him and we are going to give an account for our own self. Amen. We're not going to give an account for our husband. We're not going to give an account for our wife. We're not going to give an account for our children. We are going to give an account of him for ourselves. Amen. So we need to get ourselves out of the way. And let the Lord Jesus Christ have his way in our lives. It's high time that we quit blaming everything else and put the blame square where it is and it's on ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're the ones that are too busy. We're the ones that got everything that we put ahead of God. We're the ones that make excuses, not him. He did not make excuses. He walked willingly into the streets of Jerusalem knowing they were going to hang Him on the cross. He went there. He, didn't, he denied Himself. And His command to us is to not deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Him. Amen? Yeah. And you can't do that if you put yourself first. You can't do that if you put anything else in front of Him. That includes our own families, by the way. Yeah. We're not allowed that luxury to do that. We put him first, and his promise to us is, I will give you the rest of it. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know what? Our greatest yes. work here on this earth, as husbands and wives and as parents, is to make sure each every person in our household knows Jesus Christ. And when we get distracted from doing that very thing, we get in trouble. And that's where we put ourselves in front of God. Yes. And it cannot happen. He will not accept it. And it will not ever be an excuse when we stand before him. So don't th- give yourself these ideas, I would have but. You know, there's going to be a lot of people standing before Jesus and they're going to say, I would have but.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would have but. Mm-hmm. How's it going to sound to him? Mm-hmm. You know what? We ought to be glad when they nailed him to that cross. He didn't say, I would have but. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> could have yeah. said, I'll drop dead everybody around and would have but he did. Why? <coughs> because he wanted to save me and you. Yeah. He wanted to bring salvation to us. That ain't got nothing to do with my sermon. That's what those songs do to me sometimes. <laughs> anyway, if you have your Bible, go ahead and turn with me to the book of Matthew. The book of Matthew. we will be reading in chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. Some of you probably heard this preached a million times you oh, we heard it the same way, but we're, we're going to preach this because this is what the Lord showed me that he wanted me to, to learn uh, to preach today. He knew who would be here, I didn't, and I thank God that when the sermons are, are being prayed for and sought after and when they're received, we do not know who we're preaching to a lot of times. Amen. Matthew, chapter 5, verses 14 through 16, the title of this message is Letting Our Light Shine verse 14. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven father thank you for your word these are the words of jesus christ these are a commandment to us on how we are supposed to live our lives so that people can see him in us thank you lord if we have someone today that's not living this life I pray, Lord, that come, they pray, they call them your name, and they will change so that they put you first and foremost in their life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Wow. What a calling of God that we see in this scripture right here. What a picture of who he tells us we must be. By the way, most of the words of Jesus Christ are not requests made to us; they are commands made to us. Jesus said, "You are the light of the world. We must be the light of the world that is seen." Amen. Everybody, just say, "I need to be seen." Amen. Now, let me draw attention to yourself. No, it does not. It means you are to be seen while drawing attention to Him. Amen, there's a big difference in that. There's some people that do everything it takes, including acting ugly, being ugly, to get all attention focused on themselves. Amen? (coughs) Our work is not to get attention focused on ourselves. Our uh, Our work is to get people's attention focused on Jesus Christ. So we must be the light that are seen. We are not to hide our salvation, or be ashamed of it, We are to reveal it to a lost world. Sometimes you will be the only Jesus anyone in this world that's lost will ever see. Sometimes you will be the only only Bible they will ever read. Sometimes you will be the only part of Jesus Christ and His mercy and His grace that they will see. We need to be seen as people who know Jesus Christ, who show forth his praises amen that the light can be seen in our lives we are to reveal this light to the lost world we are to be a city set up on a high hill we are to be those people that can be seen we are to uh he commands us to let our light shine before men how do we do that how do we let our light shine before men The Bible says right here that 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 uh, in verse sixteen, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and. Now it ain't just about good works, it's good works that glorify our Father in heaven. Amen? You need to understand that. It ain't about you doing something good just because you want to feel good. It's about you doing something in obedience to the command of God. When you give somebody that's in that need something, you do it for the glory of God, and you let that be known that you're doing it for the glory of God. Amen. That's what we're supposed to do. And that's what it means to let our light shine before men. He commands us to let our light shine. Uh, and so these good works that, are, are, that we do that are done for the glory of God uh, by, by ourselves. We ourselves glorify the Father in heaven when we do these works to glorify Him and to honor Him. Our, our Lord is the same. He changes not. Amen? Amen. 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 Hebrews chapter uh, <clears throat> 13 verse 8 makes the declaration that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In Malachi, before Jesus Christ ever walked up on this earth and became a man. Malachi, uh, in, 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 in chapter 3, verse 6, the Lord God declares Himself, I am the Lord your God and I change not. Amen? Amen? So we need to quit trying to change God into what we want Him to be and change ourselves into what He wants us to be. Amen? Amen. That is a description of letting your light shine before men. That you become what, what He wants you to be and what He wants us to be, where He wants to, where He's put us. You know what? Part of the cross that we bear when we deny ourselves. Part of that cross, and I've preached this before, is where He's put you in your life. Where you now live. Where you now reside. The church that He has put you in. Where you go to church to worship Him with other believers. And the school that He's put you in. And the house that He's put you in. And the community that He's put you in. And the job that He's put you in. Don't think God is not in control of His children. He is. And he don't make mistakes, and he makes moves to put us in a place not to make more money, not to be more popular, but to, make, to glorify him and honor him by showing people who he is.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. I pray to God that every person that's working on the job glorifies Jesus Christ. I pray that every person that works on a job, no matter what that job is, that you don't go around participating in the filth and the vulgar and the nasty jokes and the cussing and all that kind of stuff, that you let your light shine before men and they see something different in your life. They see him and they wonder, why don't you do that? You ever been asked that? Boy, have you ever been asked that? Why do you do that? You know what the right answer is? Because my Savior, my God, is in me. Amen. And I can't do that. I won't do that. Amen. That's what it means to glorify Jesus Christ. He is. He changes not. He is the same God. He's the same God of the Old Testament and the same God of the New Testament. He has not changed. And He has always in His plan wanted the the light to shine in darkness. Amen, that's what it's all about. This world is dark. This world is full of evil. This world is full of people who are so wrapped up in the evil they don't even know what goodness is. They don't know what grace is. They don't know what mercy is. They don't know what it means to live for God. They think if they're obeying the law then they're doing good. Well, the law tells us it's legal to kill babies. The law tells us it's okay to be a transgender. The law tells us it's okay to be a homosexual. The law tells us it's okay for two men to marry. The law tells us it's okay for two women to marry. But let him say the word of God is not okay.
1: So don't think that
0: you're doing and letting your life shine because you're obeying the laws of men. You let your life shine by obeying the laws of God. Y'all, excuse me, I get excited about that. I get excited because I know that's what he wants us to do. And he don't want us to worry about the laws of men. He wants us to worry about... His law. so he in all his and all of his splendor and all his glory has always wanted it to make, wanted us to let our light shine. He commanded it to Israel to let their light shine. Proverbs chapter four verse eighteen. This is what what Solomon wrote. He said, "But the path of the just is as the shining light." Amen. Well, that's the path of the just. The path of the justified. That's who we are. Amen. We're not just. No, no, sorry. We're not unrighteous. No, not one. But He is. Amen. He is just. He is righteous. He is holy. And we're supposed to be like a shining light that shineth. Now, listen to this. This is Old Testament that shines more and more until the perfect day. How many of you believe Jesus is coming any time now? Amen. I tell you what, if you know anything about the Lord God, you ought to know that the signs are here. Amen. That he can come to, to take his church away. He can come to take his bride away at any moment. Amen. And when he does, all hell's going to break loose on this planet. Amen. 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 The Antichrist is going to be revealed. And I tell you what, the world's right for him, waiting for him, wanting him. They're looking for somebody right now that can bring peace over in the Middle East. There ain't a man that can do that. But there's going to be one that's going to show up. Amen. He's going to show up and do just like that. And everybody's going to say, Woo, look at this guy. Listen to me. As we see this day coming, we are to let our light shine more and more for the glory of Jesus Christ. Amen. What are we doing? We're seeing a great falling in the way. Yeah, we're seeing revivals. We're seeing young people get saved. I don't know what they're hearing. I don't know what they're, they're being preached. I had not checked into it. But I do know this. If they're not being preached that Jesus Christ died and rose again, that he is coming back, that he's poured out his spirit upon all flesh, those are the basic and fundamentals of Christianity that everybody that gets saved must know. Amen. 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 So, these revivals are beautiful things. I'm glad to see them. But at the same time, church houses are becoming empty. Churches are being dissolved. Roofs are falling in on the buildings where people used to worship and praise God. What happened? The light's going out. Because people are not, as we see this day approaching, are not letting it shine more and more like the scripture has told us. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. Y'all know who that is? <laughs> We're sitting here today. Amen. Praise God. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death upon them have the light shined. Hallelujah. That's what we get to experience through Jesus Christ. Let me turn over and read this one from Isaiah. I'm going to do a lot of scripture today, by the way. Isaiah chapter 42. Verses 5 and 7. Thus saith God the Lord, he that created the heavens and stretched them out, he that spread forth the earth, and all and, and, and that which cometh out of it, he that giveth breath unto the people upon it, and spirit to them that walk therein. The Lord have called thee in righteousness and will hold thine hand and will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people for a light unto the Gentiles. In the Old Testament, he, he commanded the Jewish people to be the light. Why? So the Gentiles could see it. Come, <clears throat> That's what we're here for today. Praise God for that. Praise God we live in a day We live in a day that there's atrocious inhumanity going on. There's evil everywhere. Yet we live in a day where we know the word of God and that light is ever present before us. Amen. That light has not been extinguished. That light is still there. And as long as Jesus Christ is on his throne in glory, that light will never, ever go out. Amen. Amen. He is the light of the world. He is the light that dwells within us. He is the light that shines forth. He is the light the darkness needs to see. He is the light that we're supposed to represent. And, And we're supposed to do it according to Proverbs more and more as we see that day approaching. Amen. The perfect day. What's going to be the perfect day? Let me tell you what my view of the perfect day is. Now a lot of you, you can ask a lot of people this. And a lot of people say, well, they get up in the morning and everything's good. All the world's fine. All my family's safe. Everybody living in love. There ain't no arguing. There ain't no fighting. I got plenty of money. I got plenty to eat. Got a nice house. Got all this stuff. The perfect day. You know what the perfect day is going to be? Because that perfect perfect day you might ask for that way. is going to show up rarely, if ever, in your life. But the perfect day, the perfect day for the Gentile church, the perfect day for those who walk in the light is going to be when Jesus splits that eastern sky, hallelujah, with the shout and the trump of the archangel and those who are believing in him, those who are walking in the light, those who are led by the Spirit, we're going to disappear out of this place and that is going to be the perfect day. We're never going to have to worry about evil again. We're never going to have to worry about any evil, vulgar stuff in our lives anymore. It's going to be a- perfect day. Amen. 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 And he says as that day approaches, as you see that day coming, even in the Old Testament, as you see that time of coming, let your life shine more and more. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I don't apologize for getting excited. Mm-hmm. I don't apologize for getting loud. The more excited I get, the louder I get. And the louder I get, the more excited I am. That works whether it's good or bad. Amen, I'm sorry, just who I am. But God wants to use this light. He wants to use our enthusiasm. He wants us to be enthusiastic about the light. He wants us to be enthusiastic about our salvation. The light, how does the light abide in us? The light abides in us by the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Amen. we got to have the Holy Spirit in our lives in order for us to claim salvation, in order for us to be saved. The Spirit of Him who died for us must abide in us, and we must abide in Him. Our life is not a reflection of Jesus. Lucifer did that. Lucifer in heaven was covered and adorned with jewels diamonds, rubies, you name it he had it, anything that would sparkle in the light, he was adorned in that stuff, but when the, he didn't shine so much until the kind glory of God entered into the holy place where he was located, see he was around the, t- the, the throne of God, and when the, the Lord God walked in and got on his throne, he was the great light he was bright, he was brilliant and when he walked into the throne room Lucifer lit up mm-hmm.
1: amen
0: And he thought because of his beauty, he thought because he looked that way, he was God too. He was wrong. Amen. Amen. Our light is not a reflection of Jesus. It is a result of the infilled presence of Jesus in your life. And we are to show it forth from our being because it is in our heart. It is not a reflected light. It is a true light. It is a light designed to show forth from us, to light up a dark world, to draw people into a relationship with Jesus Christ. And to want people to want some of what you got. Mm-hmm.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. It's hard for people to want some of what you got if you live in the same way they are. Amen. We've got to be careful. we got to do this more and more, let our light shine, not in arrogance and not in pride. You don't work for the Lord. You don't do the works of God for His glory for it to get pat on the back or for people to look at you. Jesus tells us when we give, don't let the, the left hand know what the right hand's doing. Amen, and we're not doing that for a show. We're doing this to glorify Him, what it's all about. We need to have that attitude And we need to do that. We need to show this. We need to show forth and and through obedience and good work uh, to and for Jesus Christ. Good works is not simply just doing and helping others. Hmm. Wait a minute. Are you sure? I'm sure. You know why? Our good works also relate to us personally. Amen? Amen? When you anger... And don't sin. That's a good work. <clears throat> when you do it publicly, when somebody reviles you, criticizes you, jumps down your throat, and you sit there without saying a word. I'm going to tell you what I used to do. Smile. That bewilders them. Just smile. Amen. Can I be riled? That's my working partner, old Bob. He's seen me riled a few times amen we can we can fail that way but if you want to let your light shine don't let that happen to you control that the best way you can it's and, and so uh, it, it, we have to have this display but but we can do it by not lashing out to people not being angry not and, and not saying praying for those who deceitfully deceitfully use you Wow. Well, what do we do when somebody gets on our bad side? We start talking ugly about them, do Amen. We start talking ugly <laughs> about them. You know what? If you want, you just back up in the beginning of this chapter and read what the Jesus Christ says in the Beatitudes that will bless us. Mm-hmm. Sin ain't in the, in the bus. Making yourself feel good about yourself because you just told somebody else will make you feel good. You know what? If you're a child of God and you tell somebody off that feel good temporary, mm-hmm. then you got to face the Holy Spirit in your life. And then it ain't so good no more. Because now, because the Holy Spirit puts pressure on you, you go tell them you're sorry. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to. But that's what the Lord commands you to do. Right. you see it. Amen. By your reactions with that person. You say, well, you, this ain't, that ain't. You know, I have people all the time. All the time tell me, they did it to me, they did it, they said this, and I give them a piece of my mind. You can you believe people tell preachers that? (laughs) Give me a piece of their mind every once in a while. But look at what Jesus said. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are they that mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness blessed are the merciful blessed are the pure in heart blessed are the peacemakers blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake blessed are you when people shall revile you and in the end of that he says rejoice and be exceedingly glad because you were able to please the Lord your God amen boy it's quiet here isn't it because every one of us every one of us including me in this room has broken the beautiful law of light amen. but he says as you see this time <coughs> coming this day of perfection you need to let it shine more and more and more you know what one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is we all need self control amen. amen. amen that's one of the gifts we need if we can't control ourselves, we sure ain't going to control nobody else. Amen. Until you get it down where you can control your own self. ain't take care of a lot of that, don't it? All you old folks, amen. It ain't takes care of, but it don't care all, take care of all of it. And so we need to know. Those who want to fill the Holy Spirit, we need to know these things. Let me go ahead and read you some more scripture. And then I'm going to be ready to close. <laughs> amen. Don't say I heard that before I knew you. going to say that. Philippians <laughs> chapter 2, verses 12 through 15. Listen to this. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but ha- now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear trembling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Amen. I can preach it all day long, but until you do it. It ain't done you any good. Amen. Amen. The saying is the easy part. The doing is where the work comes in. And and it shows up. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I can tell you, I can make you a guarantee. God has never told you to cuss nobody out. God has never told you to shoot somebody, God has never told you to get angry and get even. Never. Now he, he we know you can get angry, but getting even—that's not of God. No. We know those things. So it says, "For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do His good pleasure." Do. Oh, I love this one. Do all things without murmurings and disputings. No. That right there is the number one killer of church attendance. That right there is the number one killer of church membership. That right there is the number one killer. And the reason that we have the great falling away, murmurings and disputing. And, And Paul says, do all these things, do all this work, according to God's good pleasure and do it without murmuring and disputing. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing worse than church can't get along. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Ain't no worse place to be than with a bunch of people who claim to know Jesus Christ and can't even get along with one another when Jesus Christ commands us to love <laughs> one another. Jesus Christ yeah. commands us to have fellowship with one another. Yeah. The Jesus Christ commands us to work out our differences without disputes Mm -hmm. and I'm going to tell you as long as there's three people, two people in a room, there's going to be two different ideas and two different versions Mm
1: -hmm.
0: if there's three, there's three different ones amen, Amen. you know what keeps us from doing that God dwelling in us as we allow him to do his good pleasure with us Amen. amen Amen. Now listen, there's a reward for this, and I love this, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Are we in a crooked, perverse nation? Amen then we need to get our act together. Quit murmuring and complaining about the church people. Quit murmuring and complaining about the politics. Quit murmuring and complaining because everything's going haywire. And we need to show forth the light of Jesus Christ in our hearts because He's there. And allow Him to do His good pleasure in our lives. Allow us to be the witnesses He's called us to be. The people He put in front of us, let's tell them about Him. Let's tell them how great He is. And let that light shine. And hopes they'll come to know him too. This other don't work, by the way. Amen. Let me go turn over to Second Corinthians now, chapter five, verses seventeen through twenty-one. This is what that's. This is the beginning of all that, by the way. This is how this works out. Therefore, if any man be a, in Christ, he is a new creature. I need to read that again. That means when you become saved, you ain't the same person that you were before you got saved.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. He, He goes a little further. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God. See that? Let God work in you. Let God show you His good pleasure and do what He's showing you to do. Act the way He's showing you to act. Speak the way He's showing you to speak. Follow Him. That's what that all amounts to. Amen. And hath given us, oh, let me, let me, all things have become new. And things are of God who hath, what? Reconciled us to Himself. Amen? I love that, don't you? Are you reconciled to him today? I hope you are. I hope you are. If you're not, you can't be before you leave here. He has reconciled us to himself. How? By Jesus Christ. And has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. You know what that means? That means that you're supposed to get all through the murmuring, all through the argument, all through those things, and we are to reconcile. Not only has He given us the ministry of reconciliation for lost men to come to Him, He's given us the, record, uh, the, the ministry of reconciliation so the church can be one. So we can have a dispute without having a falling out.
1: That's right. Amen. We didn't
0: learn to let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Amen. Not wait three years later, stab them in the back. I told you I was going to get you. What'd they do? I don't forgot, but I told you I was going to get you. God help us. God help the church. God help God's people to be, not be those people. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. That means we got to forgive like he does. Uh-huh. Amen, amen. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you, in Christ's stead, be ye, be ye reconciled unto God, for He hath made Him to be sin for us, a <laughs> holy one. When he was in Mary's womb, the angel declared him as that holy thing. The mystery of God. who walked among us. The mystery of God with God in the flesh. Amen. He says, Amen. He became sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Thank you. It's all in him, Mm no. The fullness of the Godhead is in Jesus Christ. He is the reason we need to live this way with our light shining and let old things pass away. Wow. We must be we must be careful to maintain the power of God to continue to shine until that perfect day. Amen. Amen. And we've done got used to arguing and fighting, even running people off from the church. And never once, repent, never once go visit, not one time, glad they're gone. Is that an attitude the church is supposed to have? Is that an attitude Jesus would have us to have? <laughs> then we need to get with the program. Amen.
1: So, <laughs> we must be
0: careful to maintain the power of God to continue to let our light shine until that perfect day. How do we do this? The Bible's plain. I get in trouble a lot uh, with preaching that we need to be filled and filled and refilled and overfilled. And how, how can you be overfull of the Holy Spirit? Amen. Amen. And, and people say, well, I done been saved. Well, good for you. That was a starting point. Jesus gave us a parable of ten virgins. And you know who got left behind? The ones who didn't have oil in their lamps. You know who got taken? The one who had oil in their lamps. You know why they had oil in their lamps? Because they brought extra oil with them. We need extra oil sometimes. We get wore down, we get beat down, we get tired, and we get to the point where we say, I need a break. Jesus don't mind you taking a break. Just not from Him. That's right. That's right. Amen. But He took a break. He didn't turn away from the Father, He took His break with the Father. When we take a break, we need to take our break with Jesus. Yeah, we do need to get away from everybody sometimes, but we don't need to get away from Jesus. And so when these virgins heard that knock on the door, they got up and they trimmed their life because they had their lamps full. Full of what? What is the oil? The oil of the Holy Ghost. You need to stay filled with that. Some of us lamps are mighty low right now. Mm -hmm. And the light's getting dim in our lives. And I preach that. Come get you some more. Not saved again. Empowered again. Filled again. Renewed again. Amen. You know what revival is? That right there. Amen. We're fixing to go into unity revival. And my prayer for this revival, for this church and for every church involved and all those people who come to see how in the world can them different folk get together like that. Jesus Christ said, upon this rock I will build my church. He never meant for it to be divided. He never meant for it to be dis- dis- divided by doctrines of men. And you know why? It's because so many times when we get together, we want to talk about what divides us, what separates us, instead of the reason we're together. Amen. By the way, that's what my sermon is going to be about tomorrow night. Amen. The Common Salvation is its title. Now listen, we need to put all this other junk aside. Amen. And we need to turn to the One who gave us life. Amen. We need to turn to the One who's given us eternal life. And we need to yield ourselves, confess our sin, confess our inadequacies, confess our evil thoughts and our evil intentions and call on His name to forgive us and help. call on His name and ask us to forgive others help us to forgive others He can do that that's what the ministry of reconciliation that the Bible said He has given me and you how it comes about it's all done by Him and it's all done through Him and we try to do it without Him and you know what Jesus said without me you can do nothing. But with me. Woo. That's our great God. With me, you can do all things. So when we go to make these changes in our lives, we need to do it with Him. We need to do it for Him. And we need to do it by Him. And then we will be the light. That shines forth in the darkness. We can stand. Please bow your head and your eyes. How your light shine? How does your life go? How many things in your life is bothering me and troubling me right now. Are you living for Jesus the way He told us to? Are you letting your life shine? These altars are open. They're there for you to kneel pray. You know the great thing about Him abiding in us and Him drawing us? For salvation, you might want to come to me and talk to me. You know what (coughs) to take care of your personal business all you do is bow down call on his name receive from him confess i don't need to know your dirty stuff i don't need to see your dirty laundry i got enough of my own that's why it's called personal come to him bow before him call upon him yield to him let him fill you so full of the Holy Spirit that when you get up from that altar you glow you glow I will never forget when I got saved and I went back to work. Everybody knew I was different. I'm not bragging. I'm giving Jesus Christ the Lord but from that time forward, I tried my best to live for him, and sometimes I failed him so miserably. And I'd get to a point where I couldn't wait to pray to and call Him his name, weep before him. And when I would do that, oh my Lord, he would get me what I needed. I'm a bucket. God bless you. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope y'all have enjoyed the sermon today. I hope the Lord has spoken to your heart, revealed some things to you from the Word. And, and, And all the folks who are regularly here, thank you for being here today. And God bless you all. Don't forget, uh, be here at four o'clock tonight for a building grounds committee meeting for choir practice. And once again, please, all you that can sing, please come. We, we're gonna need you tomorrow night. And uh, y'all heard one of the songs we're gonna sing tomorrow night. And the other one just is catchy. And uh, and just so it's gonna be a great time. And uh, we we want to celebrate Jesus Christ. We celebrate Him today. We're gonna celebrate Him tonight. We need to celebrate him every day, don't Amen, we? Yeah. He's God and He's great and greatly to be praised anytime, anywhere, any place. Boy, I start preaching again, but I know everybody like hear Billy growling out there. I love you. Thank you for letting me preach and praise God for giving me that calling in my life. I have enjoyed it. Every minute that I'm in a pulpit, every minute that I'm proclaiming the Word of God, Amen. that is my pleasure, that is my joy, that is my God, who gives me strength. Amen. Amen. God bless you. And it ain't about me; it's all about Him. Amen. So thank you. Be, come again. Be with us again, and uh, uh, we'll see you tonight. Lord willing. God bless you all. Uh, Brother Todd, would you dismiss me, please? Thank you for great word we heard today,
1: Lord. Thank you that the truth is proclaimed in this church. I believe hearts are hungry for it. We recognize the need. And we always have the need, Lord. You, we invite anything that you have to give. Because we know it's the very best. And you give your best you give your son for our redemption, our eternity. Lord, uh, I pray that for the anointing to flow. People come in here with prepared hearts and that the enemy will be cast out tomorrow night beginning on this revival service, Lord. Many strangers, maybe first-timers, who knows, might come on you, Lord. I praise that anointing will fall in this place and touch and change lives, for you, Lord. Lord, thank you for all your goodness. Thank you for the weather we're enjoying right now. Just all the things that you provide, Lord. Forgive us as we say, Lord. When we fail you, hopefully that gets less and less, our walk continues, Lord, because we know the conqueror, Lord. Let us put him first. We, we thank you for all your blessings, Lord. Bring as many back tonight to hear your word him, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.